season. Did you drink water today? We know it's not August, but wherever we are, it's always Leo season. This is Colleen. And this is Eileen. And we are the Thirsty Leos. But don't worry, this podcast isn't just about us being Leos. Although it is what brought us together in a faraway country. Our podcast is about... Anime. Thirst. Creating content. Being Asian American woman. And just surviving through life. Welcome back to Thirsty Leo season. Yay, welcome back, Colleen. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh, girl. No. It's sad day. It's single awareness day. Hello? 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 Hi. <laughs> S-A-D. 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 We're not even in time. Why do we always do that? Okay. Hello, everyone. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to Thirsty Leo season. Um, it is Valentine's Day. I'm very excited personally because this is the first time that we're like preparing for a holiday we're filming this you know obviously before and we're releasing we missed christmas we missed halloween we missed all of them doesn't matter we got in for v-day i mean sad day sad day hello it's actually just sad okay well i wouldn't know about that <laughs> anyways what anyways. are your valentine's day plans eileen um so okay so i've decided to come clean and say that I am in a very deep relationship with Genshin Impact and we are going on <laughs> six months. <laughs> no, Six um, months strong. Six, six months. months actually, I think it's more than six months, but like we were like on and off for a little bit and now we're serious. No, no. I actually am in a the long The fact that you don't even know your own anniversary with Genshin. That's probably why it took me so long to get in that relationship. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm actually uh, in a long distance relationship uh, currently, and like that's usually what I'm I'm used to. Yeah. Oh my god. First time on the podcast, like telling my truth. <laughs> um, but um, uh, yeah, I'm used to like long distance relationships and like and like stuff like that. So pretty much alone. I've I've never. There's only been like maybe a few Valentines where like I've really done something romanticy, but definitely um, definitely I feel like not the full fantasy, not the full feast situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. if if if, it, if there was like wine there, it was like a diet wine. No, that makes no sense. Colleen, I'm gonna stop talking. Colleen, what are your plans for Valentine's Day? My plans, well, you know, it's obviously not Valentine's Day for me. It's SAD, so I'm gonna go. I want to take myself out on a date. Mm. Oh, that oh, sounds yeah. so sad. No, no, that's sexy, <laughs> sexy and cute, and probably cheaper and cute. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to a coffee shop. I'm going to reflect on my own life. Man, I feel like I'm always reflecting on my life. But it is, it is what it is. Um, I feel like I've learned a lot during my singleness, for sure. Mm. But, mm. you know, sometimes a girl gets lonely. Oh. That's all I have to say. Girl, even like an LDR, mm, I feel you. We could just yeah. we could, like hang out. Oh. There's a time difference. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I would love nothing more because last year when Eileen was here for Valentine's Day, we didn't really we didn't really hang out. Yeah, we didn't really hang. We we yeah. Oh, oh I don't oh. think we were that serious yet. We yeah, we weren't that serious, and we're I I guess we're going on a little bit over a year and this friendship. So at least I know that Genshin. Eh, forget you, <laughs> but I think we're going on a little bit a year, something like that. Oh my um, gosh, yeah, we met February first of last <gasps> year. Oh my god, 
Oh, this is we're we're at a year and one week. Wow. 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 That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, Also, bigger in the scope of things. So it is Valentine's, but um, most recently it also was Chinese Lunar New Year or Lunar New Year. Yes. How was Lunar New Year in Taiwan, Colleen? It was good. I went down to Taizong, which is like the middle of Taiwan to hang out with my mom's side of the family. But there's always, you know, that expectation that, you know, these relatives have on you. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's like, you know, the weight thing. I think we get to touch up a little bit more on that in the future. But like, you know, Asia, it's always about like your weight. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's always like, oh, you got fatter, you got skinnier. So there was definitely a lot of that kind of trauma that was brought along into my Chinese New Year. I tried to not let it get to me though. So it was fun. I had food. I had home bows. Oh, yeah. That's what usual. It, that's what really matters. Just getting the food and the home bows. And um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many toxic things about like Asian stuff. I'm so sorry. Here in America was also fun. Seattle has a pretty big like Asian population too. So it was celebrated all over. Um, I was actually hanging out in International District the other day and I was with someone who like wasn't really familiar with Chinese culture and she, like she saw line dancing. There was firecrackers popping off and like it was so fun. Um, and just to like it gave me another outside perspective like oh yeah this is really cool because she had a great time like experiencing it. So um, I was, yeah, yeah it, you know it is fun and like even just walking around and like being surrounded with like Chinese speakers again like made me feel like a little bit more at home in Taiwan Aww. so like like That's it was Taiwan good. yeah so and for everybody out there whether whether or not you celebrate or not happy lunar new year yeah happy lunar new year we got to keep the traditions alive uh, yeah Colleen how are you doing oh well aside from the new year's uh, you know, just really busy. I feel like Lunar New Year is so big in Asia that like mm. no one really does like not, not. I'm sorry, not no one does anything. As in like no one does work, so that everyone's just out to play. Everyone's mm. out to hang out with friends. Everyone's out to like hang out with relatives. Mm. You know, for me, like I kind of put a pause on my work. Uh, even English teaching, I had a week off, which was great. But I feel like that kind of uh, put a pause on my creative side. And in that, like I feel like every time I'm not like. I guess in a way I'm like a workaholic. So like when I'm not doing work or when I'm not working towards like, you know, my vlog or my art or Etsy shop, whatever, like I feel like it's not okay. Like there's something inside me that's like, you're not doing enough, girl. Mm -hmm. Like you need to get your ass up and do it. So there was, I was definitely struggling a lot with that, but I had to remind myself that like rest is also important on top of the work. You need rest to keep moving forward. So I did definitely have a good week off where I didn't really worry about my art, my YouTube stuff. And so that was great. I needed that. I needed that. How about you, Eileen? I was just going to say that, like, that's what Lunar New Year is for, is, like, just to take a week off. Like, everybody, everybody in Asia, like, no places are open. You know, it's just everybody is just at home with family. That's what it's for, just taking a sat, taking a break. Um, For me... Uh, actually, I'm I'm doing pretty okay. I've been working a lot. I finally feel settled in Seattle. Um, wow, and, that's great. Yeah, I think this is maybe three months in November, November, December, January. Oh shoot, is this four? Oh well. Wow. <laughs> is it? Is something? I came here in November. I think I don't remember anymore. Tell me how time just flew by us like that again. It did, and we just released. We we launched, and then we released episodes, and then now here we are. Um, but. Like, for example, on Valentine's Day specifically, I was able to pick up someone's shift because um, 
because I'm in an LDR, so I'd rather somebody else spend like Valentine's Day with their partner. And um, so I'm going to be working that night. And um, also just like, I also haven't been able to like have a lot of time for creative stuff because my job also is like very physically tiring as well. So mm-hmm. I'll just come home like unwrap myself sanitize and then plop and then just like we recoup for work and then like we of course want to have the podcast so we both i feel like we both are in like the same like wave of like yeah we're not really doing a lot right now but we're ready to pick back up and um i'm hoping to reduce my hours so that i can like you know webtoon business etchy all that stuff. Wow. Oh, that wow. sounds so good. That sounds so good. Thank you. I mean, what do you usually do for Valentine's Day in the past few years? Like, how did you celebrate or did you even celebrate it, Eileen? Uh, well, yeah, due to the LDR kind of thing, like, it always was, like, put off. You know, like, oh, like, let's make up for Christmas, New Year, Valentine's, like, for in this one day. Or, like, let's, you know, it's it's just missing that day in particular. And especially since I'm working on Valentine's, it'll be a very similar situation. Like, where, like, okay, well, I'll catch you in the next day when I'm off. Like, and we'll just, like, hang out. But, um, you know, I, I do kind of want the whole chocolate and roses and kisses experience. Like, who doesn't, right? <laughs> who doesn't? Who, who doesn't? doesn't? I mean, for me, like... In the past, I never really got to spend it with the significant other, mainly because my dad's birthday falls on Valentine's mm. Day exactly. So we would always be celebrating with family, and then he would be the one to buy us roses, me and my sister roses. Oh. So that was always sweet. But you know, I've never got to experience that full out, like Eileen said, chocolate, roses, wine kind of situation. I kind of always just saw it as like, Oh, the next day the chocolate will be on sale. So mm. like I can just buy a lot of chocolate. And that I love that is a single awareness person's mindset. And I love it that you have that. Because I don't have that perspective. <laughs> oh, that sounds so good, weird. This is so weird. Like I'm I'm just like I don't have my eye You're on like, the chocolate. Good for you. You get to buy <laughs> discounted chocolate. Guess what? I have someone to buy me full price. Well, I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> like, kidding. in a way, mine is sadder because e- I don't even have someone to buy me full price, even though I'm in a relationship. <laughs> like, because I, I yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's Dude, fine. We're both sad. It's fine. We're okay. both sad on Valentine's Let, Day. It's okay. We've, yes. I think we've established that already. We've established, yes. You, yeah, everyone listening is like, okay, yeah, we get the point. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> so I can step away from that for a second. Um, we wanted to take this time and this special festive lovey time to talk about a shoujo anime that the Colleen and I recently have like finished. Colleen, would you like to tell us what it is? We have watched a beautiful anime called Drumroll Peas. Horamiya! Yes, Colleen's sister was watching it and then she recommended it. And um, I know that Colleen was watching a few other shoujo animes at the time, but the, the highlight is that. Colleen and I have seen, especially on this podcast, we've seen like some shonen, we've seen some whatever, we've thirsted, you know, whatever, but we've never seen a shoujo anime. And that was very excited to start one. I know. So at the same, at the time I was watching My Little Monster, that was my first shoujo anime actually. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is really cute or whatever. And at the same time, my sister was watching Hormia and then she was like, this is better. And I was like, <laughs> No, it's not because I'm competitive like that. I'm like, no, everything I watch is better. But then after My Little Monster, I don't even think I fully finished it because I was just like saving it. Same, whatever. yeah. I didn't I, even fully yeah. finish it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I hopped onto Hormia and I was like, oh my god, 
I love it. I love it so much. First of all, I feel like the characters, all the characters are solid. Mm. And I feel like the characters are so realistic and it really portrayed a very innocent first love high school romance in such a beautiful way. And for me, since I never really got to experience that, you know, I really loved it. I felt like I was experiencing what they were playing out in my own life and how much I was like, oh man, I wish I had that. But obviously I'm old now, I can't do that anymore. Uh, but they definitely portrayed that innocent first love in such a good way compared to like, you know, now as you get older, you know, love gets complicated or whatever, but they really portrayed it well. Yes, Stan, I love I love everything about that. Like I, that, I was just saying earlier, but I think why the high school like love anime romance scene is so popular is because every, it's such a like nostalgic like, time in theory <laughs> like yeah. in reality everyone's high school was like <laughs> like a terrible time and if you were in a high school relationship and it worked out long term and it was healthy for you like awesome but that's pretty much a minority like high school is a very tumultuous time for everyone but in theory it's a very innocent time like life isn't too serious yet you know all you have to worry about are friends and grades and your parents and like you know your who you are and stuff and so i think that that's why it encap why a perfect little wholesome just sweet anime series is always like a high school setting and why we love it as old stinky adults we're like oh what a lovely you know, yeah what a lovely day yeah <laughs> It was so cute. Like, do you want to talk a little bit about what you liked about it, Eileen? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, you, we, we kind of you kind of mentioned it. But yes, sweet and wholesome. And the realistic characters really hit me. Like I've had my I've done my I've done my time in watching shoujo anime. And so I didn't really know what to expect. I'm like, OK, high schoolers, you know, but um, wow, so well fleshed out. And like the insecure, like, OK, talking about Hori, for example, like she's a strong female character in the sense where she's just written as a realistic girl like i can see where her emotions are coming from and i can i almost feel like i can know her in real life like she seems very realistic to me there's nothing about her that's too perfect that it's untangible and her wants and her desires and her the things that she tells like me mirror that she me mirror that she wants to like all like make my heart flutter you know even down to the side characters like for example yuki like her insecurities and her whole arc that she went through like really hit home for me personally and that's a hallmark of a good series where where you're watching every episode that are not even focused on the two main characters and you're like oh that's a story i, I like so yeah i was very impressed i think the reason why miyamura like loves hori so much mm -hmm. it's because like hori saw mm -hmm. miyamura for who he was even before he cut off his hair and all the girls were fawning over him mm -hmm. or like even with his piercings and his tattoos like she was like she just liked him for that and because of that i think it really brought out Miyamura's shell and like you know like because of Hori like he now has friends he now has a community he now can mm. show off his piercings without like people yeah. like you know judging him and even if they do he doesn't care because it's all about Hori you know like it was so cute you know what I mean like so cute and I was like damn what I gotta do to find that kind of love you know what I'm saying yeah honestly like that's what we all want and it's it's so wholesome and so sweet and like even like maybe I think there's like maybe one scene where they like allude that there's intimacy between them like even that was very well done and it like it's so sweet you know and, and like ah uh, and what I like about it also is that 
it, yeah, the realism of it, but even like how they speak, like all their mannerisms and all their politeness and all their, you know, even like the small things like, oh, I thought we were on a first name basis or like, oh, like call me by like my first name. Like that is so <laughs> very much Japanese, you know, and so like cute. even like, yeah. like how he hesitated to put his arms around her to like where they, they developed the physical intimacy at the end to be like holding each other's hands in public. Having the knowledge about Asian culture and like about like Japanese culture and language and dynamics and all that, it adds to that where like it they feel real and you're like you're rooting for them and stuff ah so cute i love hori san's dad's relationship with him with miyamura oh yeah and oh I think yeah it's so funny like yeah. every, every time the dad shows up i'm like i'm excited for this scene i'm excited <laughs> because that's also very unconventional but it also is really cute you know or even like um yeah I, it surprised me the series basically surprised me a lot like even like when miyamura like when he had to go buy the eggs in that episode one like he jumped over yuki um the yeah. friend i thought that yuki would be like just in that scene that like where she saw him jumping over the fence i'm like oh will that be like a the common love rival or like oh will ishikawa and miyamura like become rivals and be like oh will this be like a threesome kind of situation like that, uh. there's so many tropes in shoujo anime or in any series it's not just shoujo it's like webtoons it could be anything you know oh that's the love rival that's the cool guy that's the cool girl that's the popular smart girl that's the quiet otaku guy you know they flipped a lot of those things here and um i mean ishikawa and miyamura became like best buds like there's like they feel all real and i could see the happening and i want that to happen and it just it ugh, it's a good world that is too perfect to exist but it's great yeah the bromance was definitely what kept me like interested in it because i feel like they really like you don't really see a lot of bromance in like regular mm. american shows or whatever but i love that there was a lot of bromance like even with his uh middle school friend that that orange hair guy, what's his name? I don't know. Oh, Shindo. 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 They're so cute together, and I loved it. Every character was well written. And one of the things that I loved was that it really addresses Miyamura's past and his depression. Mm. And at the end of the series, he kind of like talks to his old self, right? Wow. I, wow. Uh, that was so touching. Wow. And yeah. I love how he was able to confront all of his past demons in a way like even the guy that bullied him that said mm. he was the one that killed the rabbit and then because that he was outcasted like he was able to get on good terms with that guy and shindo who was always there for him since middle school he's now like watching miramura become a different person and he loves it you know mm. and i just think it was it was a good show like like you said even the side characters the background story well written well written very well very, very well thought out yeah i i have not done any research so i don't know if it was based on a manga i'm assuming it was or a light novel or whatever but um i still do have like my things that i wish they could have done better of course but i would say that the pros massively outweigh the cons um not not even cons but just like like because i love this series so much because it struck my heart so much i i offer some critique <laughs> Tell us your critique, Eileen. Tell us what. Um, tell us the anime master. Oh, tell us what. Oh my! Like. Oh my God! Now, no, I just like I love the side characters, but the beginning. I felt like in the beginning of this series, we focused a lot on Hori and Miyamura, and so we we got very attached to them, very close to them, and then they began to flesh out the side characters at a very good rate. Like, okay, so we have like Sengoku and Remi, and then we have um, Yuki and Ishikawa and Kono, and like you know that that's all going into flow. But I kind of felt like we lost a little bit of that main narrative of Hori and Miyamura, like 
kind of as we went along like i wish they and then towards like the last few episodes i was like okay we're nearing episode 13 and like i haven't seen any re- really very like stride worthy development in hori and mia's like relationship in a while it's kind of just been at this like one point and we're focusing on the side characters a lot i wish that that maybe they could have evened it out so we're seeing hori and mia like progress in this way and the side characters all together so it feels like i'm getting to know a whole group of friends all at once rather than a couple and then the friends and then the couple at the very end too <laughs> you know yeah yeah. yeah, I I definitely think I think that's what anime does. It kind of goes into each character, but that's mm. because they have so many seasons to work through each character. But mm. for Hermia, it was just one season. I think we definitely expected more for the main couple, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. I am really sad that they only have one season. I wish they could have more. I don't mm. know how they would have done it, yeah. but I really wish they would have extended that into maybe even like twenty four episodes, right? Because usually Ooh. anime seasons are twenty four episodes. Hello, maybe why they I mean, rob it- us of that. Maybe this was a light novel, you know, maybe it wasn't a full series, you know, like it was just a light novel, like a really small book. And then 13 is just what they wrapped it off at. You know, I, I have no idea. And touching back on that scene where he's confronting his past self, there's some really strong scenes in this series. But like that, I think, is touching on so many levels for so many people. Like I have comics I draw of myself where I'm confronting my past self. I haven't even released those. Like <laughs> I haven't even released it, but I but I should. Whoa. <clears throat> and because that's, that's intense. So, it's that's important for healing because about me and Murray specifically, yes, he's in a depressed character and yes, this girl changed his life, but it's not like that sadness just goes away and his life is all better. Like it's a healing process. Like he has to learn that he can hold her. He has to learn that, you know, he can be intimate and, and like be sweet with her. And he has to also acknowledge his past and heal like you know like there, there's and and it turns out to be a very beautiful st- story and like when his past self said like congratulations on graduating i was like whoa <laughs> whoa yeah, whoa that was a good scene yeah it was it was a very very thoughtfully done series wow yeah i feel like uh, at the end it was it was the main character was actually miramura like you know, in the beginning, mm. it starts off with Hori. She's, like, popular mm. or whatever. And I'm like, oh, she's the main character for sure. But actually, it's really a story of Miramura's healing and his process of how love changed him, which I really love. I feel like love does have the ability to change people like that. And so I feel like the way they depicted it was so beautifully done. Oh, I think yeah. they ended on a good note. Yeah. Ah, good things. I To um... be in love. I also <laughs> to be oh, to be in love, yeah, or to rather to have like that high school like innocent romance. Wow, must be so nice. It's like a nice first love. I don't think a lot of people um, are able to have that like as their first experiences. That's why that's why we love these series. For whatever reason, you like shojo or you like even BL or anything like it. It's sweet and it makes you feel. Uh, that's why I was taken aback by this series. Like, wow, wow, I'm like a grown woman and I have like butterflies in my stomach watching them. Yeah. Like, even like learn how to like be around each other and kiss and hold because, uh, um, yeah, like my so I guess good. my life like didn't go that smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do you do you remember the one thing that made my heart really just stop was Tell when me. he stole the candy <laughs> from her <laughs> mouth. girl what i liked about those scenes is that you never saw it coming because it, it didn't it wasn't like a like a shoujo anime that i'm used to which is like doki doki like they're they're leading up to the uh, like the blushes and the kisses like it just happened like almost 
as off-putting as it would happen in real life like oh and then that just happened you're like processing. yeah and then it happens like when yeah. there's other people around it happens when you're in a hallway or it's like whatever it's it's so like wow mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm screaming internally because i can see it replay in my head you know what i yeah. mean yeah. Uh, and also like how she like kind of like likes it when he's like a little rough and a oh little my, like oh, aggressive oh with her yeah i watched all those scenes the highlights last <laughs> night i was like the only thing I need to talk about is that. Like, that's so cute. And I think it's so funny. I think it's funny. It's because realistic, for her, yeah. For her, yeah, for her, she's like, you're so nice to me. Like, I don't get it. Like, you're mean to... Like, not me. He's not mean mm. to other people. Sorry. He's very he's very protective, right, of Hori. Mm-hmm. So when he headbutted Sendoku and he was, like, protecting her and stuff, she's like, show me that side too, baby. Yeah. And, oh, I not to keep on nitpicking, but, like, yo... Just because this boy is in a relationship and he's, like, happy. Like, why did he lose his, like, emo punk, like, aesthetic? Like, like because in the beginning, like, that was also first episode. That's, like, part of the hook. Like, oh, this guy has, like, a totally different side to him that they don't show other people. And, like, just because he's in a relationship with, you know, a really sweet girl, popular girl, like, does he change his whole aesthetic? Like, even, like, his tattoo or whatever. And we never see him and his piercings. Like, I felt like... I knew people like this in real life to where like they change a lot over time, but they still they still carry those things as I, I, what, I what am I saying? It's just that why did his aesthetic change? Because either I'm thinking that they probably just did that as a design symbol like, oh, like he's wearing wristbands and tattoos and whatever because he's like a troubled kid. But in reality, like it's more than just that people like dress like that because it, it expresses himself. So like does he just leave all that behind sorry i talked too much about that but i don't know because we never see him like be like cool again and i think that that's where that comes out in hori is that she wants him to be mean and stuff because right she wants the know, baddie that she fell in love with the first we time do too. When she laid eyes on him where did he go so you were saying about like miyamura's like transformation mm. on you know his emo rock mm, punk yeah. to like a ordinary japanese student boy right yeah um, but i feel like in that what how i saw it was that like he put up a wall barrier of who he wanted to be to show off to people and to scare them to not want to be close to him oh. and i feel like that's how he was before hori and maybe maybe that was his aesthetic but maybe that's that was also like a front of who he wanted to portray himself as oh. and so i feel like as hori changed his life he too was like you're right i don't have to pretend to be some badass punk who scares off people so that people won't bully me i'm i can be myself and be this ordinary person and ha- still have someone that loves me for who I am. That's how I saw it. But oh my god, that like th- I that's beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, um because yeah, I never thought of it like that. I I always thought of it as like this is his cuz when I see somebody that dresses like that, I'm like, "Oh, yeah, hell yeah." Like they're they're expressing themselves. Right. But you're right. Like maybe he he did do that cuz he did mention that he pierced his ears in middle school t- for pain. Remember, like, mm. he did those out of pain, mm. not because he wanted to look cool or anything, but because he wanted to feel pain and that this is who, like, this was, like, his front of, like, showing off to the world. I, I can take pain, so bring it on, you know? And as love transformed him, he was just like, wow, I can be myself, and that's still okay. Like, there's still someone that loves me for me. And, of course, I miss his punk rock, like, badass piercings and his hair tied up oh my god i love that but obviously he was a cutie pie still after he cut his hair 
So that's just how I saw it. That's lovely. I, I, but I, that's what I love about this podcast is that we both get to share our own inputs and our own insights on how we see things because it's always it's always different for everyone. Yeah, and and that's yeah, that's very beautiful. Wow, that's awesome. Because because on the inside he always was a sweet boy. Like even when he was, that's what kind of confused me a little because. I mean, obviously he was sweet as a like punk rocker goth emo kid, but I never considered that it was a front for him. And but maybe he always wanted to be just a normal soft boy and accepting Hori's love and getting healed from that allow he allowed himself to be that normal boy where he didn't have to have that front anymore. Wow. Yeah. Suddenly I feel different. Well, that's lovely. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Suddenly it's like sweeter. Yeah, it is sweeter. Not that your version wasn't sweet. Ugh, what a good anime. And I do want to talk a little bit about Horisan. I feel like she's such a solid female character. She wasn't like those mm, like those pick me girls or ooh, like, you know, ooh. she wasn't like trying to take anyone's attention. Mm. She wasn't trying to like she was always there for Yuki, like, you know, and I just loved her character as a strong female lead. All right. So uh yeah, a uh, like a last thing about Horamiya and about all that is like I'm sure that we've talked about how much we love it and how wholesome it was, but especially like as as women and as just speaking for myself, like to see such a wholesome and sweet and relatable and realistic relationship, like it's kind of it's kind of rare in like both the shoujo genre and just media in general. And like I think that that has like impacted a lot of what I've seen growing up and like how I viewed romance and not everyone has like the most smooth start into romance in their lives and so like that's something I want to like contribute in my art like giving my perspective and like everything that I've learned like consent and love and like that healing that we see in like the characters in, in Horimiya too. Um, that sweetness I, I wanted to pick that in my art we see like such a perfect relationship that they have but then it's also very realistic in the way that like they end off with graduation but like we don't know what the future holds for them you know this is kind of like and and she even said they, they keep on saying I still don't know a lot about you but I know I want to like be with you and um I there's a few series out there that I know show like real relationships even like maybe even like queer relationships too and like what they really go through um I'm not saying that we need to consume just that kind of media I'm saying that your fantasy whether it is wanting to see a healthy relationship whether it is needing to see um like people work shit out whether it is seeing me and Murray talk to his past self and gain that healing for himself whatever it is let's just do more of that and that's what we as creatives can contribute to the scene our flavor happy valentine's day get get everything even if you just steal chocolate (laughs) like whether it's day of or day after get some chocolate get whatever it is or whatever that day means for you get a face mask even if you're in a relationship self-love baby like take the first five minutes of the day just be like no i'm just like i love myself bit talk talk to the past self that me and Mer did and be like i love you we're in a good place enjoy the day happy valentine's we'll see you next time bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Thirsty Leo Season. To stay updated, check out our Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube. We appreciate every follower, sub, and listener like you. Also, if you want to buy us a boba, we have a small Ko-Fi link below. See you next time!